Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker, the podcast for network marketing girlfriends looking for unfiltered and authentic advice on how to navigate through building your business alongside the craziness of life. My guests and I keep it super real here for you guys, zero fluff. So welcome to today's episode. Hello. I'm so excited. I have one of um, my girlfriends from a program that we did with our mentor, Amber Lillystrom. Gosh, that was like six, seven months or more ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Erica, and uh, we learned so much from her, but we're also now just like all learning and growing with each other since our time there is done. So I want to introduce you guys, everybody who's watching from all over to Erica Ballard. So Erica is an amazing um, one. She's an awesome entrepreneur, like like all of us, Um, but she is a healthy living expert and coach. Um, She's been featured by the Mom Project, Orange Theory Fitness, which I just started. And holy crap, that's a workout. Like (laughs) 500 calories a workout. I I love it. Um, So she's been with Orange Theory Fitness. She's um, also been with the Green Bean Delivery and is the host of the Full Plate Podcast, which everybody go check that out and subscribe. She specializes in in upping one's productivity and focus through food and works closely with clients to identify food and habits that fuel their profession and personal goals. Did I get that right? That's right. Yeah, you nailed (laughs) it. It's, yeah. it's perfect. And it's funny because when we talked about being on the podcast, I, I hadn't even, re- I haven't even received your bio yet. And I was like, can we talk about like how food and nutrition affects like the success in your business? And it's yeah, like, boom, you're like, yeah, of course we yeah. can. That's what okay. I, that's what I do. I love it. I love it. So if you're just joining us, say hello. Um, I can see comments and stuff. So if you guys have comments or questions as we're going, we'll hit those at the end. Um, but I just want to welcome you to keeping it real with Shana Recker. So welcome Erica. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So the first thing I want to ask you uh, before we get into all the food part, because I think that is going to be so important. I think the the listeners here are going to need what you have to offer. But I want to talk to you a bit about, because I know personally between you and I, you just recently left your full-time career to become an entrepreneur. And a lot of my following, um, a lot of them are network marketers who are in that place of striving from wanting to leave that full-time career to be able to be home working their businesses and, you know, have a little bit more of that time freedom. So can you share a little bit about how that went for you in that process and what that felt like and all the good, scary details? Oh yeah. Um, I'm happy to share that with you. Um, so I've kind of always known, well, for a long time I've known I was out of alignment, but I didn't know what that meant. I didn't have that language to say it. Right. So like when I was doing certain things, I was like, these things make me happy and these things don't make me happy, but I didn't know how I was going to make money on the things that made me happy. Right. And so it really scared the shit. Can I cuss on your, you absolutely okay. can. I'm like, scared the shit out real here. Okay, like, right. I, mean, real. Sure. You know, I love a four letter word. So like, I was like, scared the shit out of myself. I, like, I just couldn't get it. And I was driving myself insane. And I was constantly wondering, like, there has to be more, there has to be more, but then I'm a rule follower. So I was like, but this is the trajectory I know for success. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I started to always, I always had a side hustle and I was side hustling, side hustling, side hustling. And I moved, I was on the East coast for about 10 years and I moved back home to Indianapolis hoping to find this dream job. Cause I was like always leaving jobs and I was like, what is going on? And so I was there and it still wasn't hitting the mark for me. And then I joined with Amber where we know, um, Oh, you just, the live video. I had to end it. It was echoing for everybody. So let's just go here. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I'm just putting it down. So, um, so what happened then was I was at this job and like things just weren't 
hitting the mark and I joined Amber's, which is where we yeah. are. And I started to realize that like, I, I got the language. I was completely out of alignment. I didn't know what was going on. Um, literally the universe was pushing me out, but I was fighting it tooth and nail thinking that like, no, 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 this is my path. Even though yeah. like kind of deep down inside, I knew it wasn't. And yeah. so I call this my breakfast table moment where one day I was at the breakfast table and I was making eggs at like eight in the morning. And I, my fiance did literally nothing wrong, but I like, like, that never happens here. <laughs> and I was like, you know, God damn it. Like, like what could I possibly be mad at? It, like it was 8am in the morning. There's no way that he could have done anything, but I was screaming and I was Kardashian crying. And I was like, you don't get it. And all of a sudden I like screamed out. I can't do anything a hundred percent. And it was like that out of body moment where I was like, oh, this isn't about him. This is completely about me. And I like picked myself up and I was like, sorry. And like (laughs) one of Sarah's put back on my makeup and was like, I'm going to go deal with this in the car. And I literally walked in two weeks later and quit my job because it was, and it was super scary, but it was like, I have two options. I can continue to do things half ass, everything half ass, but like, you know, okay. Because like, probably like most of the people listening here, we're hard workers. So like our okay is like most people's like a, right. But that's not our a. And I was like, I can either be doing that driving myself insane or I can take a chance on myself. Um, chance. Yeah. And I took a chance because I really do feel like the universe shot me out. And it was, it was then where I started to really fully, I think live in what I was supposed to be doing. And then the weeks that unfolded were tough and hard, but nothing that I wouldn't do all over again. Yeah. It's totally that way. And I find that once you make that decision, like once you've, cause I know a lot of times, you know, people, especially in our industry, they are in network in the network marketing industry there, they ha- often have their network marketing business and a full-time job. Cause that's how often how we all start. Yeah. Um, and it becomes as your business grows and you're starting, it, it's like too much. And then you're not, like you said, you're, you're kind of doing both half ass. And then I find that once you make that decision in your mind, like you made the decision, when I talk about decision, I mean, it's, a, it's like in your heart feeling done it then like things start to work out the the steps appear like the the magic happens like even though it's tough and I obviously you have a moment right like did you have like that like things just started like you're like holy shit how did that work out I yes and I couldn't like I couldn't believe it right so like I quit my I walk in and I'm like I just quit (laughs) okay and then I spent like two weeks on the couch like Roller coastering. Like some days I was like, yeah, I'm on it. And then other days I was like crying and was like, what is happening? (laughs) And then all of a sudden I got clients. I didn't do anything. And I didn't do anything, right? Like I didn't have any marketing tactics. Like nothing was really out there because I decided I needed to leave, but I hadn't had a full plan planned Mm -hmm. out, right? I wasn't. Gigs started showing up, clients started showing up. All of these things that were essentially showed me I was doing the right thing. And I was able to like, and even when I left, I had the right amount of money in my savings, right? To get me through to the point where I need it before I could really truly launch. Like when I look back, right? It's great. The, the steps were all along the way. And like my fiance was like, you don't have enough money in your savings when you're leaving. I'm like, no, this feels right. And it, it, was, <laughs> it was exactly the amount of money I needed to get me to the point where I could launch and like live on my own as coaching. So it's, yeah. if you want it and you ask for it, it will come to you. Yes. And, and I, and I'm going to back that up with taking action too, because like the decision has to be made, but you can't just, like you say, sit on the couch and, you know, eat a sandwich and hope that things are just going to fall into your lap. There's got to be some steps that you have to physically take into making it all work too. Right. It's just the universe helps you with those steps. (laughs) Yeah. I think the law, 
yeah, the law of attraction plus the law of action. That's the place yes. that, like missed is like, you still got to work your ass off. Like absolutely. People say like, I hate the word hustle, whatever. Listen, you can call it whatever you want, but you're going to be working your tail off to get to where you want to be. But the people listening to your podcast do that anyways. So yeah. why don't you just do it for you? Absolutely. Right. That's, yeah. I know when I quit my job, it was so scary and I was on maternity leave. So I was like, I was kind of already off and had that feeling of, you know, I knew what it was like to have my days to myself and stuff, but still like leaving the security of a like quote unquote paycheck from my job was so scary because it was like, well, what if this didn't work? But I knew like you, it was just an alignment thing. I just knew that I couldn't go back like that. I just knew that I was in the right place. And so it's like, once the decision was made, my other business started taking off like in a trajectory, like that just hasn't stopped. Right. So it's, um, there's so much power that comes with that decision. Absolutely. I think so. And here you are today rocking it out. You got all kinds of stuff going on. Things are good. Things are good. And you know what? I'm happier than I ever thought I could be. And I think that just to your point is like, someone said this today, actually, right before, um, I got on this call was what it like, we're, we really love this paycheck, right? Like, well, what if someone offered you $120,000? Well, what if you offer that to yourself? What if you offered yourself that and then worked towards it? Like, because it's possible for you and things really will line up. And I think the, we're only fearful because we don't know what's there, but I tell people all the time, your next up level becomes your baseline. Mm -hmm. So like you just got to up level to get to your base and then you continue on. And that's how anyone does it. That, that does this, like there, the secret is consistency and alignment which is not a secret. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that everything that, that is scary on the other side of the scary is like, like the new up leveled normal. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's scary when you're going through it, but once you get to the other side, you look back and you go, okay, one, that wasn't as scary as I made it out to be in my head. And two, I freaking did it. Like I made it through the tough times and now here I am. And once you get through that fear, the next scary thing doesn't seem as scary. You're Mm -hmm. like, well, I did that. I might as well go and do this. Cause I I know I can do it. Your confidence goes up. So there's a lot that goes with that. I love that. Um, so now you're, so you're, you're this, like what I said earlier, like the whole connection of food and success and how, um, how being healthy on the inside affects, you know, your success in business. So I want to ask you about that. Cause I know, you know, a lot of the people who are listening to this are most likely busy moms who don't take a lot of time to take care of themselves. Cause they're probably, you know, working a business and doing the network marketing business or their side hustle, whatever business they're in, um, as well as working full time and they've got kids and all that busy stuff. And so I know for me, the first thing to go sometimes is, you know, the proper preparation of food and nutrition because I'm busy, you know, and it's like, Oh, I just, I'll forget it. I'll just grab a bar or something. And then I'm out the door. So I'd love to talk about this on how, you know, spending the time on nutrition does really affect, you know, the bottom lines in our businesses. So I, where do you want to start with that? Like, where, where do you normally go with this kind of stuff? Well, I guess that where I, where I want to start here is that your brain and gut are connected, right? So like there's an ax- there's literally an axis that goes between the two. And then only, not only that, but like your mind controls your body and your body controls your mind, right? These are the things that are happening. So how, so when we don't take care of ourselves, if we really don't, we can't think our best. We can't do our best. We can't be our best. Mm-hmm. And what I try to tell people is like, think about how great you are now. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you actually took the time to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's a very unpopular opinion. Well, I'm doing great right now. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not saying you're not. But that means that you're only at part of your potential. 
Yes. Oh my God. That's it right there. Cause I just said that to Jason before we got here. I'm like, but the thing is, is I do know a lot of unhealthy people who are rich, but they could be that much more if they took care of their health. Well, look at all the people that are truly successful. I mean, truly like when you look at, um, like, I was just at um, Grant Cardone's conference. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Grant I know. He's a multi-billionaire um, yeah. person. Every single person that was on a stage fit. Every, yeah. And then I looked down in the VIP section, every, 90% of them fit. Yeah. The people sitting in the stands, which is where I sat too. Right. <laughs> it was, it was 50, 50. So there is something that goes on because there's a discipline that goes on when you are healthy yes. and when you do take care of yourself. And I really do believe like, I'm working with a CEO right now, like a financial company. And he's like, I sleep more. Mm-hmm. If you sleep more, you do more in a shorter amount of time. So people are like, I don't have time to sleep. Oh, well, you, you have time to sleep because you're actually more efficient during the day. Fast. So you don't need a 12 hour day. You need a 10 mm. by getting that, you know, seven hours of sleep. So that's where my, my head goes because people will say, oh, it's the first thing to go, whatever. You can't pour from an empty cup. Why yeah. do we think we can? It's I don't, so it's so I frustrating. Know. And I know any time that I've really focused on my diet and cleaned it up and got rid of all the, you know, the glutens and the dairies and the, you know, the alcohol, let's be real, the alcohol, the alcohol. And, the, yeah. and all the stuff. It's like, it's like, I'm like, I like, I actually think about a thought for more than two seconds before I'm like, you know, like I can actually focus on things and my mind just seems clear and the brain fog has gone away. And so, I, I mean, I know personally, just from what I've done in my own, you know, playing around with food, what it does for my business, because I know how I feel during those times. So what's, what's happening there. Can you explain a little bit about about what's actually going on when you do that? Like, like what's happening between your brain and your, yeah. Mind. Like, so you clean out your food. And so how does that affect your brain? Like, how is yeah. that connected? Well, if you think about it, it's like 90% of your immunity and 90% of your serotonin sits in your gut, in your gut. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a really healthy gut, there's no way that your body is truly functioning at its best because you have this gut lining, right? That keeps everything exactly where it needs to go. And anytime it gets inflamed, your body, anytime your body gets inflamed, all the cells that might be doing the other things have to go focus on taking care of that. Uh, gotcha. Right? So like when we're bloated, when we're eating gluten, we shouldn't be eating gluten. What happens is our body gets inflamed and instead of just your body doing the normal thing that it should be doing, mm-hmm. right? It has to take extra effort and focus in on that piece. And mm-hmm. so then it's taking away effort from other things that are going on. Gotcha. And you want to be keeping this like really, really clear. And you can't do that when you're eating foods that you shouldn't be eating. So like a lot uh, of processed stuff. Yeah. A lot of processed stuff, a lot of sugars. And that's the thing too, because I think we all get into this, like believe that eating healthy has to be some like ridiculously big event, right? Where we have to prep five meals and we have to only eat organic and I've got to eat these, this green smoothie. And it's like, no, like, no, I don't prep. I fucking hate prepping. The <laughs> spending four hours on a Sunday in, a, in the kitchen kills me. I say I want to do it and I try, I do try food prepping and it's like Sunday comes and goes. I'm like, Oh crap. I didn't do any food prep today. And I'm starting the week off with just what I've got. Well, and it, cause it sucks. Like it's not like, let's, this is why I hate meal plans. Like I know that some people are really into them and I think it's great if it works for you, if that's the beginning, but really my whole thing is we just want to eat food. Mm -hmm. This is like baseline goal. I just want to eat food without guilt, with knowing this is good for me, without the blow, with all that stuff. And so what you have to do is start to listen into your body because it's always giving you cues, right? So going back to the beginning of this, right? We get this like gut feeling. We got to go, right? 
when we get a gut feeling about our food, somehow that doesn't resonate. And I'm like, it's coming from your gut, but when you, but you won't listen. It's like, it's too crazy to think that your gut's talking about your body. It can only be talking about like the ethereal stuff up here. No, it's like, it's both things, right? It's literal and like so metaphysical true. or whatever you want it to be. So I just think that if we can set up a system that works for ourselves, then we're good. Yeah. So like when thinking about what does that mean? So I have a couple restaurants here in town where if I'm really busy, which happens quite often, yeah. like probably you and a lot of people here, yeah. know what to order and I know what to get. I'm like, okay, if I get the kale salad with tofu, I know it makes me feel good. It makes me feel well. And by the way, it's $9. Okay, great. Yes. So I'm going to go get that whenever I'm busy, whenever I don't have time. And I do this for like three or four restaurants in town so I can constantly be rotating. Okay, these mm-hmm. are my items when I'm busy. And I like them so much that I'll do it. Or I'll have stuff in the fridge that I can always make. Like mm-hmm. I have staples. Like, yeah. right? like I have certain protein powders, I have certain fruits, I have certain greens that just are in the house all the time. All the time. Yeah. That's how we function too. Like I know we're big protein shakes and I, I do love the protein shake because it is easy. I know I'm getting what I need and I can, I can have it quick and be out the door. Like this morning's morning was getting one to high school, getting one to her orthodontist appointment and then being at home so I can get Jason to his eye appointment. And there was no time for, there was barely time for this girl to get showered, let alone everything else. So that's where like the protein shake is like a savior and just making sure you're using, you know, good quality stuff, right? Like, so you want to make sure you got the good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think the quality of what you said is the most important. A lot of us, right. We tend to eat shit because we don't actually have the quality item we want. If you want a piece of cake, eat the best piece of cake, absolutely available to you. Yeah. Then you won't go crave the hundred calorie packs with it. The reason you, those aren't filling is because they're not actually full of nutrients and they actually aren't doing the thing that you want. So like stop trying to go search for other things and just eat really quality food. Mm-hmm. And I think just the protein shake, the one thing, like I want people to hear this, um, yeah. is one of the best tips you can have for the breakfast is having a breakfast of fat, fiber, protein, um, and produce. So if you have four things in your smoothie in the morning, it will set you up for the day. I have women who have lost 10 pounds by just doing that. And Fat, like, fiber, protein, and produce. Yeah, two P is two Fs, right? Oh, right. I love that. That's one of the best ways you can set yourself up for the day, and you will be full all day or all morning if you do that. If you do that. Now, let's talk about something that my husband um, does and or has, has, and I've dabbled in it a little bit too, because there's this whole thing about fasting and about fasting till a certain time in the day. Uh-huh. And like, because a lot of us here have our miracle morning routines or a million dollar morning routines. And, you know, we're journaling and we're doing all the things. And I know for me, like, I just have black coffee during that time. I'm not eating. I'm trying not to eat until like maybe 10 o'clock. So is that good? Is that bad? Should I eat early? Should I eat later? Like, how do you, what is your thoughts on all of that? So you probably won't like my thoughts on it in the fact that it's unique to you. So yeah. I think this is what happens with people. That's why they want the meal plan. This is why they want the pill. This is why they work. They, um, why we're all failing at, at our diets, right? Is because we feel like we're somehow like all cut from the same cloth. Yes, there are guidelines, but really your body's going to tell you what you need and what you don't need. So what works for Shana is not going to work for Erica. Um, so I, I would make the argument that just tap in and understand and hear what's going on. That mm-hmm. being said, how do you get to hear and, and whether or not fasting is good or bad is fasting's, fasting is great for men. Man. Solid. Um, they don't have our hormones. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't, and more importantly, they don't have ovaries. So they're not trying to keep a, ba- <laughs> a potential baby alive. And this is true. This is truly why intermittent fasting. Yeah, oh, that's truly why like intermittent, fa- these headphones are killing me right now. Sorry. These inter- um, intermittent fasting doesn't work so well for women is because 
we have ovaries and our body's entire job is to keep the baby, a potential baby alive. So whether we like it or not, that's just, it just is what it is. So intermittent fasting can work for women if they are not stressed out, if they're not a stressed out person, if they are stressed out, intermittent fasting actually works against you because your body then it starts to scream out, she's starving. She's yeah. on a desert island. We need to put that in her body. She's going to die. She's going to die. And then the baby's going to die. And the whole, whole purpose on life cannot be fulfilled, right? Like it's, that's what happens. And it's, yeah. it just, it is. It and just is. So women tend to do well on like what they call crescendo, crescendo fasting. So doing intermittent fasting every couple days or okay. like once a week. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, you know, and that makes me, that makes, I know for me, that makes me happy because I don't necessarily love it. I just, I kind of do it because like, you know, the research my husband's doing and I'm like, okay, well he's doing it and it seems to be working, but I I guess I'm just not feeling the same kind of love for it that he is. And that's probably why, because my ovaries are screaming for me to have some food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We just don't talk about it like this, right? Because we think that like men and women are the same, but like, look at us. We don't look anything like them. It doesn't mean that we can't be as great or successful or any of that, but that means that like our paths are different. And so for intermittent fasting, like it's such a trend right now. And I'm like, it works. Like it is good to feel hungry. It is good to feel hungry, but it is not good to starve. And like literally your body, all like when you have cortisol pumping through your veins, if you are stressed out, if your body thinks you're starving and you're of a reproductive age, it's going to scream really loudly to get you what you need to like potentially have a baby. Yeah. To do that kind of stuff, even though maybe you're not just still listen though. <laughs> right, 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 right. And that's the same too. Cause I know bulletproof coffee is a big thing right now. People are having that and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's brain food. And I'm just going to drink my coffee, my bulletproof coffee in the morning. Now I know with that you are getting like, that's not the same as fasting. I don't think is it because you're getting a fat and you're getting stuff. So it depends on the type of fast you're doing. So there's like a whole bunch of t- like you can truly do like a bone broth fast. You can do a water fast. You can do 16, eight and you technically, if you do the butter coffee in the morning, the reason it works as an intermittent fast is because fat doesn't sp- spike your blood sugar. So your, okay. your blood sugar is still like level. Um, so it works as the intermittent fast, which is why a lot of people will have their butter coffee at 10 a.m. and then eat their meals around like 12 a.m. And does it, does it really help your brain though? Like, cause I know it's supposed to be for like, you know, it's supposed to help your brain function better and you're more alert and more focused and all those kinds of things. So it does do actually, it actually does do that. I, yes, I truly believe it does from all the research. And, and when you think about it, right, when you have coffee in your system, it kind of shoots through. Like you have a cup of coffee, you're done in an hour. Because of the fats that are uh, within butter coffee, coffee, the high is sustained. So okay. it's releasing more slowly because fat is the, um, of all the macronutrients, it's the hardest or it takes the longest to digest. To digest. <sighs> so it's like slowly releasing the caffeine so you're more alert. Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, cause I do like the coffee is one of those things that I don't, I don't feel like I'm a coffee addict. And I think there's a lot of us out there that, you know, we probably all drink coffee every day. It's one, it's just one of those things that when you get up in the morning, it's like, I have to have it, even if it's only this much and then I'm done and then I'm good. And then I don't need to have another one the rest of the day kind of thing. But it's like, when you wake up, it's like, you have to have that sip. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it's bad. I think we get yeah. into like, we get so dogmatic about like, this yeah. is good or this bad. Like I was talking yesterday on a live about like, we make food bad or good, but it's actually mm-hmm. the food's neutral. Food mm-hmm. is neutral. Yes. Some make you skinnier and some make you fatter. Some make you stronger, some make you leaner. But like at the end of the day, it's, mm-hmm. it's a neutral thing. And if, it, if the routine helps you throughout your day, okay. It's yeah. when you're drinking like six cups of coffee where I'm going to be like, can we have a combo? Because there is something wrong going on. But yeah. Morning, 
cup in the afternoon, maybe kind of thing. It's all good. It's all good. I love that. Um, so, so then let's talk about a little bit about, cause I don't know how much work you do with kids when it comes to nutrition. Mm. So like the busy moms that are on this listening right now going, okay, like I just got home from work. I got a presentation tonight for my other business. I got to feed these kids. Like, do you have any tips for the mompreneurs out there on how to, cause I know, I think I have, we have the fussiest eight-year-olds in the entire world. Like if it's not pizza, a hot dog or macaroni and cheese, he's out. You know what I mean? Like he just, it's just, it's just, he's so, so fussy. So what kind of tips do you have for these busy moms who are trying to get in and out the door, but want to feed their kids something healthy, but like, how much do we stress over this kind of stuff? You know, like, are they going to be okay if they ate hot dogs twice or three times in a week? Like, they're yeah. So this is a hard, so people don't like my answer. So just <laughs> thing with everyone. Um, I talked to you, you know, Dr. Heidi Sky. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Heidi and I have actually had lots of conversations about this um, and people don't like our answer. So I think if you have, if your kid eats a hot dog or pizza a couple times a week, you're fine. I live by the 90, 10 rule. A lot of people live by the 80, 20, do your best, essentially do your best 80 to 90% of the time. Yeah. 10 to 20% great life. Right. So yeah. It's fine. But I think when it comes to kids, what the biggest problem that we've had is we've actually had them on sugar for their entire life. And we forget about that because those Cheerios, right, that we're feeding that are like whole grain, mm-hmm. and we think they're healthy, actually are sugar because we don't think about carbs in that way. So our kids are actually addicted to sugar from the get go. And yeah. our jobs, unfortunately, as parents who are trying to be health conscious is then to pull them back and they don't want to because they already want this like processed foods that we've trained them to eat. So, yeah. And so what you want to do is the way is there's a couple ways you get your kid involved with the actual food process, right? Mm-hmm. You can have them start cooking, help have them eat the things that you, that they really enjoy. Try to really involve them in that piece and allow them to be a little self-sustainable. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. The other thing to do is to add vegetables or fruits or something like that into their diets, just as you can. Like, yeah. right. So if we're going to do the hot dog, like, can we give you the spinach? Can we give you the, sweet potato can like whatever it is that like the kid is willing to eat. Cause they like some type of food. There's, yeah. In like, our house it's carrots. So it's like every meal it's like, okay, well here's your carrots. Like <laughs> here's your carrots. and like, and when you explain to them um, and then the other, there's like, and there's four ways, right? So that's a good one. The other one is to actually take the time and explain to your kid what's going on yeah. because we often don't do that. They're like, we hate it. Um, or they hate it. So I'm not going to deal with it. And if you spend like five minutes, I know so many families that have done this. They're like, here's the deal. I want, you want to be the best. I want you to be the best. The way that you become the best, LeBron James, he eats all his vegetables. Here's what he does or whatever, who it is, whatever famous person, um, that they relate to, that they relate to. This is what they do. And they do this because of X, Y, Z, because here's what's really happening in your body mm-hmm. and kids. They're a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Yeah. So they, they understand that if they need to be the best, they, they have to, because we're not, we're not going to sell them on a vegetable. You are not going to sell them. Yeah. On <laughs> what you're going to sell them on is what they could be. Yeah. Right? And so you lean into that. And then the fourth one, and this is where people really hate Heidi and I is then your kid doesn't eat. Yeah. Like that's, he doesn't, he doesn't want it. It's okay. Because first off, you can go like 30 days without food. Like oh, good it's, to know. <laughs> it's fine. But like you can, re- like if he doesn't want to eat, he doesn't want to eat. And when he gets hungry, he will eat whatever you put in front of him. And that- so it sounds cruel and mean, but it's, it's not because he didn't want to do what you want him to do. You provide him these wonderful foods. He's like, no. And he'll eventually cave and move into that because he knows the alternative is mom's just not going to give him food. And you know, I think the hard part is we live in social media. Like back in the day we could have, like my parents would have done this in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. It a question. Like my mom would be like, oh, you don't want to eat it? Okay. Yeah. I remember sitting at the dinner table for hours, like until I ate what was on my plate, like trying to yeah. spread it around and yeah. <laughs> make it look like I ate it all. <laughs> I remember trying to like having to eat green beans and I hated them and I would like shoot them with milk, but my, it was yeah. like, you got to eat it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But, but you we, did it. Yeah. But we used to do that. Now we don't for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why we've stopped, but your yeah. kid will be fine. You, he doesn't yeah. eat for three days. They're like, but he doesn't eat for three days. Listen. He'll, he'll go fourth, but he won't go fifth. And how do you talk about this all the time? Like it, you think about it like this. You've just given your kid's body a total cleanse. Uh, yeah. Usually the thing that people pay thousands of dollars to do, you've done for free for your kids. So yes. you send him to a spa. <laughs> and I do find that like, you know, like with Ryan, when he does get on sugar, like certain sugars, like not certain sugars, but sugars and like, you know, the candies and all those kinds of things, like it affects him. Like, mm-hmm. and much like I'm sure, like what we're talking about the whole link of gut to brain health, like it affects us too. So when we're eating a lot of high sugars and things like that, that we're not in our optimal space, you know, when whether it be for work or whatever. So it's like, um, if that, if that's the way it is for him, then it's the way it is for us too. Right. So it's like yeah. being mindful of how much stuff that we eat with sugar and stuff in it. Cause I know my, my little guy for sure. Like you, he loves the sugary stuff. So it's like, you know, we're the parents that are trying to pull back, you know, the sugars on him. And he is a totally different kid when he's not loaded full of sugar, you know, mm-hmm. a lot more easy to deal with. He's a lot more rational. Like he's a lot more clear headed, I'm sure himself. Right. So yeah. It's so important to try and do that. Mm-hmm. And Ke- Heidi, she tells a great story with her son. He, um, he's already, you know, when they get older, they're driving, they're dr- like drinking the Gatorade, so on and so forth and pizza. And so he started to break out. Oh yeah. This is actually great. It's great when your kids break out because now like kids are vain. So the moment that they start to have these things, you don't tell them, Oh, it's a sugar. You go, so, um, what have you done differently? Oh, start going to Seven Eleven with your friends. Do you think? Do you think yeah. that that played a role? And you just lead them to their own decision, right? Yeah. Like the the way that we all know how to do. Like you have yeah. a husband, you've played this, you played this game before. Yeah. You might as well just do it with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. We played that game. Cause I have two teenagers and they both, when they're all like, mom, my skin. And I'm like, well, what did you eat this week? You know? Well, you know, I'm like, remember that bag of candy you were swinging around the other day and you ate the whole thing. Well, guess where that is now <laughs> it's on your forehead. Yeah. So it's, it affects food affects so many different things. Right. So yeah. it's so true. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think with the, the busy families and the busy moms and all those things, it's like, again, it's, it's kind of like a meal prep thing for us, like even like having the carrots. Cause we know that's what he eats, having the cut up watermelon. Cause that's the only piece of fruit he'll eat. And just making sure you have enough of those things on hand so that when you, you know, you are kind of running out the door. If they have a hot dog, having those extra things in the fridge to put on the side of the plate so that they will eat maybe something unhealthy and something healthy. And then you can get out the door and not have the mom guilt. Yeah. And then just, I mean, and really, I think the best thing though, truly is just to have the conversation. I think like, I, I love, I have a family who, um, they explain that like, there's this microbiome and you're feeding your bacteria. Right. And so it works better for little kids, but it's like, you need to feed your bacteria. And it's, they're like, I got to feed my bacteria. How can I feed it? Oh, I feed it with these things. And And so then they get excited about feeding the bacteria in the gut. Like a little game. Yeah. I love that. Get a little clever. 
I love it. So let's talk about what tips do you have? Cause here's the, here's the, you know, the thought of the people who are listening to this right now, they're like, okay, this is all good. And well, I need to eat healthy to, you know, be successful in my business to have that clear mind on stuff. But where do I start? Like, I don't even know how to, you know, what that would even look like. How would I change yeah. you know, what I'm doing to help, you know, my brain so that I'm going to have success in my business or that I can have that up leveled, you know, mindset. Yeah. So the first, so I would ask is what is the one thing that you can do to improve your diet right now? Mm. Everyone's answer is different, but we all have it very clear. Like it can, I have a woman who said quit fast food. I had another woman that said, um, eat breakfast. I have another person who said, um, prep my meals, right? The answer is going to be different, but you know it. I know when I asked that question, everyone was like, this is a thing. Start with step one. Yeah. Start with step one, do that. Have it almost a habit. Do it for two weeks. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. And then if you feel really ready, add on the next step. Yeah. Because this is behavior change 101, right? Like what we often try to do, and this one happens on yours is we're like, I'm going to go to the gym five times. I'm going to prep every single meal. I'm going to run all the time. Like, yeah. Are you talking about? Like, (laughs) no, you're not. already. And then you burn out because your body has no idea what's going on. Um, and then you don't, and then you feel bad because you aren't getting all the results that you want immediately. Right. So health is incremental. So you do that one thing, do it for two weeks. If it feels really good, add one to three more things in and then just keep building. And what happens is, and this happens every time is all of a sudden you're going to turn around and be like, Oh, I'm healthy. Yeah. Like, like I did that. I did that. And it's, I have a client who's like, um, I landed on a business travel and I went to Whole Foods and bought fruit and water. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you've been acting like a healthy person for so long that you've become one. Yeah. Right? Like, you're more drawn to those things, right? You become more like you, those are the things that you're actually wanting versus the other stuff. Yeah. And I think, um, the, the thing is, is like, what I try to tell people is everyone's like, well, I want an immediate result, right? That's what we always, always want. But three months in the space, if you, it takes you three to six months, maybe even a year, let's go for 12 months to change where you are now, 12 months out of 30, 12 months, like one year out of 30, one year out of 40, one year out of 50. That's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. So stop looking at it like, oh my God, this is forever. One year out of how many years you're alive is how yeah. long it will take you to get healthy. And then you get it forever. Yeah. Cause then you create all the new habits, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's, it's so true. Like, I know for us, this is going to sound bad, but we were like, okay, we're just not going to have any wine until the weekend. So we're going to get rid of wine during the week, you know, and just have it on the weekends. And sometimes it's tougher than others, but most times now it's like, now we're just kind of like, yeah, no, we took like, it's, it's just now it's like a, a normal thing in our house or before it was a normal thing to have a wine, a glass of wine on a Tuesday night. And we'd be sitting on the couch going, okay, it's Tuesday. Here's our wine. You know, it's like our reward. And so we've changed that habit to now something else, doing something else. Now we just end up going to bed because <laughs> our kids are up late and we're tired. And now we just end up going to bed, but you know, it's just change. It's, it's, it's replacing the old habit with a new habit, right? Like you can't yeah. you gotta have to. So what, what you were eating, um, that was not good for you. Replace it with something that is good for you instead. So whenever yeah. you go to reach for that, reach for something else instead and do that for a while. And so you have a new habit. Yeah. I think that's, per- and I think too, what people will start to realize when they move into this space is like, I like wine too. Like, don't think that I don't love a rose. It's rose season. Yeah. Um, so like, don't think that I don't love wine either, but it's so funny when people say, well, you're healthy. Of course you eat like that. When you get to a certain point, it's like, <clears throat> you choose not to have it because 
the the after effect is not worth it. So like I choose between wine on a Tuesday and not, and then not having one on Tuesday because I want Wednesday to succeed. And that's not a weird thing to do, right? We do this with business and everything else in our life, but we tend to not to do it with food. Like when I eat sugar, the reason I hate eating so much sugar is because I get a sugar hangover without the five hours of fun that come with wine. Right. So like usually if you get hung over, you get a really good night and good stories and you wake up the next morning, you hate it. Yes. Like life with this, with sugar for me, it only takes about an hour for it to yep. like truly hit me, even like 30 minutes sometimes. So it's like, I know the reason it's so easy for me to eat healthy is because the ramifications are so fast because yeah. I'm really so healthy. And that, yeah. that's what, ha- that's what happens when you move into this space. And that's why it becomes so easy for you moving forward. Cause it's yes. like, Oh, I'm going to feel like shit in like 20 minutes if I eat that. Yes. I'm good. I'm going to get this instead. I'm going to forget. Yeah. I'm going to forget that and go here instead. Yeah. And and one of the things you touched on, which I think is so important is the discipline part, because that's one of the things that, I mean, discipline in anything, whether it be your business or getting healthy, it's the same thing. You have to have that discipline to have the success in your business, but also to have the success in your, um, in your health. And, and like you said at the beginning, like a lot of people who are really successful, if you look at them, they're often fit because they have that discipline in them. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is, um, a good way to exercise that discipline muscle. Cause I think that is a muscle you have to, you know, work with and, and build on. Not everybody is born disciplined to be able to do this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. when you start with that one small thing and you realize after a month, like, man, I'm, I'm still doing that. Like, this is good. Then you start to like, I'm disciplined. You start to think of yourself as being disciplined and that's going to have a ripple effect. I think in everything that you do, your business, your food, you know, kind of everything. And, and there's nothing more, you know, there's nothing that helps you more in success than being disciplined in whatever you're doing. Right. I'm going off on a tangent, but you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so it's, it's practicing that. Yeah. Places. Well, and I think too, that's how you build habits. Right. And that's why you then all of a sudden one day look back and you're like, Oh, I'm healthy. Right. Is because you took the discipline to actually get you from point A to point B because our willpower is finite. So you build this. That's why we're doing one skill at a time or one to three skills at a time. Because once you get to a place, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be discipline anymore. Just like with business, it just becomes consistency. Now, if I don't do this, I'm actually not at my best. And my goal is to always be at my best. And so I think that that's the thing is like people so much rely on willpower um, to do what they need to do. And I think that only works in the beginning of this, right? And then it has to become something that you want to do. And yes. your body, the beauty of your body is it reacts. Mm. So if you don't do the thing that you want it to do, it will react and tell you, get back on track, and if you don't listen to it, that's when you come work with me, right? Yes. <laughs> that's when you end up in, in front of me because you're like, I stopped listening to my body. And now it's... Yes. And you get those nudges. Yeah. Like I find I, I was on vacation for 10 days. And when we came back, it was like, I had the message loud and clear. It was like, you need to get back on track, Missy. Like you have had 10 days of eating crap. So, and I could feel it, right? And it's just... Yeah. You just have to listen to those nudges. And the beauty of it is you can, right? So like people think like, oh, I had a bad meal. So I'm going to turn into a bad week. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. no, just get back on track the next meal on the next day, on the next week. Like we don't, we are so obsessed with being perfect that mm-hmm. we forget that we can just do the thing that's best for us at our next step. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, there's no reason why we can't do that, but we use perfectionism as a crutch. Yes. And that, and that bothers me in terms of health because you're just essentially setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Stop trying to be perfect. Just yeah. do the best you can. 
Yeah. Just and, you your business. and you can't do it all at once. Like you can't just go from one day being unhealthy. And then all of a sudden the next day you're going to do it all and be super healthy. And then all of a sudden be that person you have to, you have to, like you say, baby step into it and kind of, you know, do it in stages and steps. Right. So, and, and, and I hate the word perfect because what is perfect, you know, right. everybody's different sizes, shapes and all that stuff. And I do believe too, that there is a huge connection when I'm feeling my best because I'm eating well and I'm taking care of myself. So not only is my brain feeling good and I'm focused and all those good things, but physically I feel good. Like my jeans are fitting a little bit better. My tops look a little bit nicer. I have way more confidence when I'm out working my business and doing the things that I need to do. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to get yourself out there and do, you know, talk to somebody that maybe you are a little bit fearful of, right. But when you're feeling good and your jeans feel a little bit better, you sure as heck have a little bit more confidence to be able to go deal with all of those things. Right. So I know it's a physical thing, but I probably a mental thing too, but it's like, you just overall feel more confident in yourself to be able to go do the things that are required to be successful in your business, right? It's tied in so many different avenues. Well, I define health as having the energy and confidence to do what you want to do. Yeah. And that's why it's so unique to every single person, but it is very important that not only to be energy as like a network marketer or someone mm-hmm. who has their own business is being able to work the job, right? Yeah. As long and as hard as you want to, but also having the confidence to show up, whether it's on screen, whether it's in front of the mm-hmm. customer, whatever it is, like you need to be able to look in the mirror and say like, Damn, girl. girl. Like, <laughs> we're about to go. And people think that it's like, oh, I could never. Why not? Yeah. You've been told that you're not allowed to call yourself pretty by other people. Like, you can be like, I can have you today. Like, it's fine. Like, because that's what people want to say, right? Mm-hmm. And like, when you look good, you kind of apologize. No, 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 no. Like, you yeah. have to, like, the whole point of this is to love yourself, right? right? This is all what we're trying to do. And so with health, that's why it gets to be unique is because it's the energy and confidence you need. So yes. you can define that. Mm-hmm. And once you get there, then great, you're healthy. Yep. And, and here's the other thing, the, 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 the kicker to all of this, you can be the most successful person in your business. You can have all the money in the world, but if you are not healthy, if you don't have your health, it means squat. Yeah, it really does. Without your health, what's, what's it worth? Like it's, it's, it's not even, it doesn't even mean anything because you can't enjoy it. Right. Right. So yes. (laughs) And this journey, this health journey can start. I don't care if you're 55, 85, you know, 45, 25 listening to this, you can start on that health journey today. Yeah. I mean, most, like I have clients that are like 51 years old and they're killing it. They, they look great. They feel great. And they, and I just goes back again to like you, like they think better too, because the, my whole thing and the reason I do what I do is I want you to get to a point where you can get aligned so that you can hear what's coming in. Mm. And I, I, if you don't have the clear channel, right? If the radio dial is not on the right knob, you can't hear all the magic that is coming your way. You can't see the whispers. You can't do that. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do is I'm like, I want you to be your best, which means you got to clear channels. You got to be able to hear, you got to be able to move. You got to have the energy because like the, you have so much to give the world. Mm -hmm. So like set the foundation so you can go do some epic shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) And and so expand on that. So when you say like, you can hear this, the stuff opening the channels, those, and from what I call it, it's like messages from 
the universe or your inner self or, you know, the, the person, like when you get those little things, those little ideas in your head and you're like, you should actually go do a post on that. Or you should, you get those, especially in the shower. I find that that's where they really come in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. those totally. are those channels that you're talking about by eating healthier, you're opening those up. So you're getting more of those ideas and messages and little nudges and thoughts that are moving you from where you are to where you want to be. Yeah. Like I have a client and he's awesome. Um, and he's very successful. And like, he's like, I'm thinking differently now because now I can hear the things that are coming in. Mm-hmm. And like when you're fa- like literally, right. Let's go back to the gut feeling thing is like, how are you supposed to get the gut feeling when your gut's broken? Yeah. <laughs> like, a good point. Like, so you want that fixed so that you can hear the gut feeling so you can get the nudges because I think we talk, um, about how like you can get, you can get the whisper or you can get the Mack truck. Yes. I want you to get the whisper, get the feather, like do not get hit by the Mack truck. Don't have a breakfast table moment where you're screaming at your fiance over eggs, right? Like get the nudge and you get the nudge when you're clear, when your whole system's clear and you're feeling your best and you're really aligned and the physical and the mental body go one-on-one because they are completely connected. And so that's just why I feel so strongly. It's not because I want you to look good. Yeah. yeah. I want you to look good because it, it's important to you. But really, if you're going to go after the things that are most important in your life, you got to hear the call and then take the steps. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's, that's it right there. Like, that's just like, I'm like sitting here nodding, like, Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I love this. It's so true. Right. And that's, that's, I think those moments where, you know, like I said before, when I have eaten clean and really clean up my diet, and I'm more focused, I'm more clarity. It's because the channels are open, the clarity's coming, it's able to come through yeah. and I'm able to hear it better than yeah. I can. When I'm filled with, you know, vacation food and all that kind of gross stuff. So yeah. I love, love that. And that's the whole point of this whole thing. So let me ask you for the people out there going, okay, I want this, but I do need help. So how would people be able to work with you? Like, how does your systems work? Tell us a little bit about what you do and all the good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So you mentioned the full play podcast. So if they want some help on understanding, it from like that perspective, they can listen there. Um, I do one-on-one coaching and I love to do it. And it's really fun for me really digging into your food stories. And, but right now what I'm so excited about is I have a live group program. It's going on for six weeks, start on June 12th. And we're going to be doing like live one-on-one coaching, direct coaching and having a Facebook group for us to really dig into the food fundamentals because like a lot of the things that are out there are just bullshit. I know because I used to sell them to you. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to break them all down so you actually know not only what to eat, but when and how, because when and how matter too, right? Yep. So how do you approach your food? And so we're going to go through all of that. And on top of having this six weeks, six weeks live training, group calls, all that, I've got a lot of wonderful friends that are going to come in and also help with whether it's hormones or gut or uh, mindset or mental health and have them bring in to help as well. So love that. Yeah. I'm so, I'm, I'm so pumped because I feel like this is something that people really need and want. And so this is why I'm creating it. It's not like, it's just a program that people said that they kind of wanted and needed. And so I was like, okay, let's do do it. it. Yeah. I'll do it. Six weeks. Sure. Perfect. Make the decision. Yeah. It's together for you, sister. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And so they can get that if they want more information on that, that's on your website, which is ericaballardhealth.com, correct? Yeah. And I'll send you a link because I have got to get that 
put up because it's right now just a separate thing because I didn't even people just wanted it so I just created it so um send it to you and yeah they can visit my website or just message me directly Um, and if they tell me they heard from your podcast I'll give them um a 15% discount oh sweet and I will make sure that goes in the show notes and all the little places where this is being housed um it was on Instagram but not anymore but that's okay we'll figure that out next time Um, I love it. So that's it. I will get, make sure that everybody gets to know that I'm going to share this in my group as well. Cause I do, I truly believe, um, and I do feel it's so important that your health is a key piece to the success in your business and your life in general, even as like parents, like, you know, our health is our happiness and it's, you know, we, we have more fun when we're, you know, feeling healthy and we're you know, taking care of ourselves. Right. And mm-hmm. I think without our health, nothing else matters. So yeah. it's such an important topic. So I really appreciate, um, you spending this time with me and bearing with me through the tech. Um, this was a lot of fun talking health. I know you have so much more that you could share, but we're going to save all of that for your program, which is going to be amazing. And your podcast, um, which is of course the podcast is free, right? So you get on there and listen to all of Erica's great advice and tips. Um, and, um, thank you so much. I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, that's it for us today, guys. Do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, no. I just take care of yourself because I want you, because you want you to do your best, not because I want you to. I think it's the only thing is like, do this because it matters to you. Yeah. And we only get one of these, like I always say the meat sack, we only get one of these things that, you know, we come into this universe with, so we have to take care of it. You know, I always like one of the things I do in the morning is I, when I first wake up most mornings, I try and just go, I'm so grateful for my legs. I'm so grateful for my body. I'm so grateful. I woke up this morning. I'm so grateful. Like, because when you don't, we were just actually, I'm going off on a tangent now, but we were just actually um, talking with some people who um, he got his driver's license taken away because of a health reason. And he was like, until you have something taken away, you don't realize how important it is to you and how, like how much we took it for granted. And so it's like you just waking up every morning, feeling healthy is just so much to be grateful for because so many people out there don't have that, you know? And so if you do have it, we have to protect it and keep taking care of it. So we can continue to have it for years to come. Yes. Oh, right? Yes. Drop like, my crop. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't want to drop this mic. It was expensive. <laughs> But yes, that is. And so that's why we need to do this stuff. So I just appreciate you. That's one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on here is, is I think this is just such an important topic and it plays into so many areas of our lives. So thank you so, so much, Erica. You're yes, such a you. And you're so cute. I love you. <laughs> You love it. And you dropped the F bombs, which I love too. Oh God. Yeah. I'm like, my mom is like, can you stop? And I'm like, I'm trying. I'm literally, but it's like Karen Kinney said it best. Like some people treat curse words like, um, fine China. They're corning wear for me. I'm like yeah. every day. <laughs> I know my, I feel bad. Cause sometimes I do that at home too. My, my six-year-old or my eight-year-old, he's just like, looks at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm like, you know what? Like really it's just, they say there's, there's some sort of statistic about people who swear. Like we're, I forget what it is. There's something around that. Cause I'm the same. I drop the, drop them and I don't realize I'm doing it. And everybody's looking at me like, <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. I know. Sorry. Not sorry. Anyways. Thank you so much, Erica. I love you so much. Have an amazing um, rest of the day. And I can't wait to share you with the rest of our, our um, listeners and our community. And just, I appreciate you so much. Of course. Thanks, Shana. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. This episode of Keeping It Real with Shana Recker was brought to you by my new 100% free online course, Six Steps to Goal Crushing. If you've got goals, girlfriend, you'll love this. Six Steps to Goal Crushing outlines the top six strategies that I know for a fact help me achieve my biggest business goals. 
Crush your goals with this freebie. Grab your copy at www.shanarecker.com. Love this episode of Keeping It Real? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, and I would be super grateful if you could leave me a review on what you love the most. The feedback helps me help you, and I truly appreciate all your reviews and feature them on my upcoming podcast. That's it for now, girlfriends. Until next time, keep on keeping on.